What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? If you had all the money, all the time, all the knowledge, all the resources that you needed? What would you do with your life if you simply knew that anything was possible for you? My name is Christina Carlson, founder of Global Swedish Design and stationery brand Kiki K, and author of the book Your Dream Life Starts Here. And I love exploring these sorts of questions to inspire people to dream. Before I started Kiki K, I had a dream that I could bring Swedish design to the world to create beautiful products that bring sparks of joy into the everyday lives of millions. Now that I have achieved that dream, I want to help you dream big. I want to create a global movement to inspire 101 million dreamers to transform their lives and transform the world in return. Each episode, I'll be talking to some of the world's most inspiring people, exploring the powerful impact that dreaming has had on their lives. We'll be diving deep into the power of dreaming with real insights and ideas that you can use immediately to build a dream life of your own, whatever that means for you. Hi there and welcome back to another episode. This week I'm back with another inspiring guest, Natalie Kears. Natalie has recently changed a lot of things in her life. Her life during the pandemic was a challenging one like it was for most of us. And she recently did my online course and I was just so inspired by the transformation she went through by doing all the work. So I wanted to have her on here. As the course has all the tools and tricks that I use myself, I'm obviously a bit biased. So I thought it would be really good to get someone on here that had actually done it. And then you can hear it directly from Natalie. If any one of you are listening that are thinking about doing the course, this will give you some insights. So hopefully you can make a decision that is right for you. But regardless if you're thinking of doing the course or not, it's such a positive and uplifting conversation that we all need right now. So let's get right into it. Hi, Natalie, and welcome to my podcast. I am so excited to have you. Thanks so much, Christina. It's great to be here and I'm looking forward to our conversation. So am I. But before I do, I would love to ask you a question that I ask everyone. And that is, did you have a dream as a child or did you have something you wanted to do or become or do when you were older? Yes, I did actually. My dream was to be a ballerina. I started ballet when I was about five and I continued this for around 12 years and I still remember my first class and like I was in the ballet studio with my black leotard, pink tights and shoes and my ballet teacher was showing me a few steps and I absolutely loved it and I just practiced as much as I could and I just found it magical and I made lots of, you know, lovely friends and we had like incredible experiences, you know, just ballet recitals and things. And then I selected for these scholars classes in Melbourne and it was quite a big deal and it became kind of serious and competitive and, you know, we were sort of thinking about auditions, the Australian ballet coming up and I just found I didn't have the passion or dedication to follow that dream. So I just decided to focus on other things and took ballet as an HSC subject so I can go on and teach. And I kind of stayed connected through the Australian Ballet's like annual subscription. So go each year and see the different performances. So it still really lights me up and 
I'm just so grateful for the experience, but that dream didn't take off. As kids, it's good to have dreams, but it's also really good that when we go through what you went through and then realize it wasn't for you, I think it's good to actually then say, well, that's not for me and then pursue something different. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously you've done my course and you also joined the group coaching and I was so inspired, hence asking you to be on here because what you said when we were just talking about what we can do when we've been missing travel with COVID, etc. And we were just talking about all the things that we can do in, in our own environment and our own cities and, and country, etc. And then you just said, oh, what is there not to be excited about, about life? And I know that I'm not saying it the right way, but it it was just so inspiring to see where you started in terms of feeling a little bit unmotivated or lost after COVID, which most of us did. But I would love to talk about why you joined the course and then maybe talk about how you went from being a bit low, or if that's the right words, you can choose your own words and then tell us why you joined the course. Because there's a lot of people who are thinking about joining the course, but I'd love for them to hear from someone who actually did it. Yeah, absolutely. Like everyone during the pandemic, it was, you know, pretty tough. And I mean, I was fortunate to be in a job and I worked from home, but working from home, I just fell into the trap of just working all the time. And that's all I was doing. And I just didn't seem to have sort of the motivation and energy to even do other things, you know, like prioritize my health and well-being or dream or have any goals and things. I just seemed to work all the time. And in January, I had holidays and I don't know, I just kind of decided after New Year, oh, I really need to change things up and start planning the year. And I've always just loved, you know, getting my Kiki K calendar and notebooks and things. So I bought notebooks, calendars and annual wall planner to sort of help me get organized. And I mean, it felt great. And I was scheduling in things like, you know, bill payments, appointments, events and things. But I kind of looked at it in the end and I thought, oh yeah, great. I'm excited. I've organized for the year, but it felt just empty and a bit uninspiring. And I thought, oh, what else am I doing this year? So when the opportunity came up to join the course, the timing was just perfect, Christina. It just could not have been better because I was sort of on holidays and I'd just switched off from work and I was just ready to start thinking creatively and just dreaming really big. So I just couldn't wait. And then I started the course and it just hit the spot. And I just started thinking about, oh my goodness, what do I want to do apart from work? I've got this amazing life and, you know, all these opportunities. Let's start thinking about that. So doing all the sort of exercises and modules in the course just to get me thinking about putting my dreams down on paper and just making it real and then what I needed to do to make it happen. So that kind of led me to the course and it's just been amazing and I have to say life-changing. I've just got a schedule of dreams and goals and actions in place to make that happen. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think things show up when you're ready. So that was just so good that you took that opportunity when it was the perfect timing. I'd love to know what has had the most impact on your life so far while doing the course. And I know that when we do the course and you did this in the last intake, so you're probably still doing some of the work. Like once you start, it's never kind of stopped because as we evolve to the next version of ourselves, we're like, oh, maybe we can do this or maybe we should do this or maybe we should change a bit. So I understand if you haven't completely done everything, but I would love to know if there have been some that changed the way you live your life. I think it was one of the first exercises where you were just saying, write down all your dreams, just keep going, keep going 100%. 
101 Dreams. And at first, I found that really, really hard. And I'm just trying to remember what I was writing down, but it was just really silly things. And then I started thinking, oh, hang on, I love traveling and I forgot that I would like to live in Europe again one day. That could be possible. And I could even maybe work there. Oh, where do I want to go? And what does that look like? And things like that. And oh, um, I want to play tennis. I've been talking about that for 20 years and always had an excuse, like something would happen. Oh no, I've started lessons. Oh, I'm too busy. I can't do that. But then it was like, well, now's the time. So that was another thing I kind of wrote down and that's actually happened. I've had tennis lessons and I've joined a tennis club and I'm playing weekly since January. So from that, other things have sort of sprung up as well. Like I've started thinking, oh, I'd like to go to some Grand Slam events around the world. Oh, I could play tennis myself in amazing tennis courts around the world and meet some great people. And that exercise just had such a big impact. And now I feel like I can use that process and those tools every year. Like you were saying, Christina, it's good to revisit these things every year or every six months, three months, just reflect on it. And yeah, that's been really, really yeah, life-changing for me, just writing them down and it's practical and yeah. I've been doing some workshops this week and last week and there was a few comments that said this is really hard and it is really hard because often we are so set in our ways because we're into our habits and we do live life in a certain way because that's what we, the way we've been growing up or the way we are. But once you start asking those questions that we do in the course and on the workshop, it's like, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? You'd be like, well, I would do that if I could, but I can't do that. So that's a difficult part. But once you actually start getting, and with everything in life, like the more you do things, the better you get. So it is really amazing when you go from thinking it's hard, it's difficult. And you said silly things. I think there's no such a thing as silly dreams, but you'd probably be like, oh, these are things that, you know, it's not going to move the needle. But that is a really good way of starting. And then eventually then just say, well, if I had all the money, like we never have enough money or time to do everything we want but if we had that what comes to mind and that is like freedom and just to think about that it doesn't mean that I have to do it it doesn't mean that I will do everything but it's just great to get it out of paper and then you start thinking the different questions like what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail and then if you had all the money and the resources and the knowledge and all those kind of different angles you're often starting writing the same thing it's like you know I'm the same like I just want to travel and I just want to inspire more people all those things comes back you know if I had all the money and I never had to work again I will do this anyway and that is an amazing thing but it doesn't mean it's easy so it's great that you share that because I often have a few people each workshop that says this is really hard and it is but the more we practice the better we get Absolutely, Christina. And when I think about it, it's almost like I now think, oh, stop, my brain, I could just keep writing this incredible list and just gets you really, really excited. Like it's just really changed my mindset and it's made me appreciate things a lot more and notice things a lot more even, you know, when I'm out and about walking around Melbourne and in nature and things, I'm just really, yeah, noticing things a lot more and appreciating them going, wow, there's so much to be seen. And yeah, it got me out of that sort of lockdown and working from home mentality. Mm, That's so good to hear. So we talked about what made the most impact. I wanted to know what your favorite part has been. Is that the dreamings as well? Or is there some other aspects that you really liked? 
I loved doing the vision board and the vision book because I haven't ever done that before. So I found that really good. I've often seen vision boards and thought, oh, they look really good, but have never actually created one. So that was really good. And also just putting in clear actions and end dates for things. That was, yeah, a bit of a like, oh, I've got to commit to this. But it was good just to get that out and schedule time each day and each week to just yeah, reflect on that. And that's something I now am doing each weekend. And if I can during the week, I do just, you know, even if it's just 15 minutes, just looking at it on the weekend, I sort of sit down and go, right, where am I at? And, and it's just a really nice time. The community as well, it's just such a wonderful network and just hearing like-minded people, hearing about their dreams and experiences and talking through them and supporting each other has been just yeah really really helpful and I really yeah love that aspect of it yeah that helps me as well gets me ideas and keeps me on track and of course Christina hearing from you and your amazing stories and experiences and that's just so helpful and it's really special um yeah no it is and (laughs) really appreciate it so um Thank you, thank you. We're going to talk about Grow and their book club later, but um, the lives that I do on Tuesdays for the course, but also the lives that I do through Grow, I just love it. It's just I just walk away from that every time thinking, gosh, we are all finding the same challenges in life and we're all struggling with different things but kind of the same things at the same time because we can all relate when someone says, I'm struggling with that. We can all relate to it and we can all support, but we can also be really inspired when people get through it. So I think also so so many people don't have the support network and it's so important when you are doing things that you've never done before and actually having it almost like a cheer squad you know helping you through it even if you have to do all the work yourself in many ways because you have to do the work to change but but just having and also knowing that there are other people and you do be like oh you know I know that other people will be doing this this week so I'm gonna give my best yes That's exactly it, that is. And you just got to be there for the team. Yeah, yeah, love that. Which is lovely. You spoke about that you do a little bit each day if you got time and then you do on the weekend because time is often one of the reasons why we don't do things like this. How did you actually work out how to you know, on the weekends, did you have a specific time or how did you do it to kind of keep it going? Because I know you have kept going. So yes. And I wanted to keep the momentum up. And I remember you sort of encouraging everyone to sort of, you know, keep up the momentum because it just really helps. And I thought if I put it off or I don't do something each weekend, I think there were a couple of weekends I had busy things on and I just yeah couldn't do the work but it was either Saturday afternoons I'd think about it during the week and say right I've got Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning I just would get up and it was really quiet at that time and I found like even on a Saturday afternoon it can be quite peaceful I just have a coffee or a tea and set myself up and just think, right, I'm just going to have this time, switch off the phone and everything and just put a little bit of music on and just sit there. And it was just a peaceful time. And so I just focused on that and yeah, just kept it going, kept it going. Yeah, eventually I got there and I feel like I'm a bit of a perfectionist. That was a bit of a struggle because I wanted to do everything really thoroughly, really well. But there were times when I thought I just have to get this out, light touch, 
keep moving, keep moving, and then look back and refine later. And there are opportunities even throughout the course to do that, where you sort of talk about go back and refine and reflect. But that was great. And I know that it's something I'm going to keep doing each year. So I think, right, next time when I do that, I'll do this a bit differently. So I wasn't putting the pressure on myself to make it perfect, but that's how it worked. It was good. Great. That's really helpful for people who are listening or thinking about it to do any course, regardless of if it's this course or any course, but it's to have a bit of a ritual or time where you are able to do it. So I do the same. So I I do a lot of different courses and I tend to do a lot on Saturday mornings because that's often a bit quieter and I can allocate that time and I often get up early and then I listen to something inspiring and then I get back from my walk and then I just get into it. And we have all 24 hours in a day and you know it's so easy to just kind of waste when I say waste obviously people should relax and you do nothing I'm all for that but it's so good to have sometimes 15 minutes half an hour whatever it is to just spend a little bit of time and because I'm doing a YouTube course at the moment and I actually love learning of it but then actually putting the all things to action that's often hard and I'm a little bit like you like I want to do it properly so if I don't have the, enough time I don't want to do it but then I thought I'm just gonna keep going and just it doesn't have to be perfect so thank you very much for that so there is a module in the course where we will be reminded that life is short and it's an exercise that some people react to in terms of realizing that life is not going to go on forever. Of course, we all know that, but sometimes it's really hard to get it in your face, I find anyway. And this is something that impacts me. And I've obviously done that module many, many times. But is that something that had an impact on you? Yes, Christine, I found this really confronting. And I actually put it away because I thought, I can't do this. It's really confronting. And then I sat with it and I thought, look, no, we are here for a short time and just need to make the most of that and got me thinking about my purpose and the importance of just being present, enjoying the moment, making the most of it and not wasting time, getting caught up in past and future, just yeah, really focusing on the now and it did have a big impact and I think just a really good reminder. I don't actually think it matters how old you are because, you know, we age each year and you always think, oh my God, you know, it's just coming so quickly. It's just, I can't believe it's May already this year. I just cannot believe it. I just feel like the year kind of just started. So this exercise to work out how long you think you're going to live and then work out how many months you have is a very confronting exercise, but it gets me into action. So it really gets me thinking, you know, I don't want to be 95 doing that. <laughs> Not that I'm close to 95 yet, but I feel like life just goes so quickly as it is. And, and there's also a really good exercise that I do in the workshop, which is the workshops that I've been running this week, where I encourage people to write down their own age and then add 10 years. Of course, we already know that, but it's good to see it on paper. And then if you have children, you put your children's number. And that always blows my mind because I have a 14-year-old and in 10 years, I'll have a 24. That's a completely different mindset for me. And then I also put my mum on there and so encourage people to put parents or grandparents or even pets, like friends, whoever is important in your life. When I did this before COVID started, I just thought I'm not going to be able to travel now. So I'm just going to, so what got me thinking when I did this exercise, I was thinking I really want to keep in contact with mum. So I started to take a photo a day from my daily life, no Instagram, 
beautiful background kind of photo like my walks it's like my walks it's the kids the dog and everything that I'm reading and eating those kind of exercises are really good to do just to kind of take some action that perhaps is not life-changing but could be in a small way because now my sister is in it as well so we all share a bit of photos and it's just so nice because I love seeing what they're doing and you know I don't want to see the stage photos I want to see the photos that are you know what are they doing right now and just that exercise alone is really worth doing so thank you for sharing that lovely it's just such a great reminder don't waste the life you've been given no exactly you already shared a couple of dreams do you have you got any other dreams you want to share if you're comfortable sharing some because I think it's always so inspiring (laughs) yes yes now one thing that did come up through all of this is I've always wanted to help people who have difficulties with writing and reading it must be just so hard and frustrating for them at times so there's a few sort of, I think, initiatives and groups that are out there that support people who have those difficulties. And I've helped in the past young students who couldn't read or write and just something inside me thought, oh, this just is really good helping them. So yeah, that's one thing I would love to just explore. And the other is just to spend more time with family and friends and quality time rather than just being yeah busy and just through the pandemic it was difficult so I've started to now schedule in times to catch up with family and friends every few weeks and I've reconnected with friends in the UK which is lovely we have a monthly call and yeah and planning a weekend away with close friends which is coming up soon which will be fantastic we always talk about it and making it a real effort to schedule things in because Even in the past, it was a bit of a habit of, oh, yes, we must catch up and then not actually organising it. So some of my other dreams is to do that as well. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing beautiful dreams and how nice to make an impact with students who are having difficulties. And after all the lockdowns that we lived through, we really realised, you know, the importance of actually seeing people in real life. And and I I see that with the kids as well because it just – became such a screen which is so great because it's amazing that we can keep in contact via screens but it's important to also then get out and and meet people in real life yes absolutely great thank you for sharing let's talk about group coaching this is one of my favorite parts of what I get to do because I get to get much closer to everyone because when you just join the course and you do the lives, you don't learn everything in those first few weeks. So the group coaching I loved and I love what you shared at the end. Was that valuable for you? Yes, I found that just amazing and it's something I've always loved doing is exploring, you know, Melbourne City, country Victoria, other states and just finding like places to sort of explore like cafes and restaurants and putting time away to explore a new cafe and take you know a book or a journal or meet a friend and have coffee go to different exhibitions you know like the NGV and little local galleries and M Pavilion opposite the NGV has amazing talks so yeah there's just so much to see and explore and that exercise of just thinking about places that you can sort of visit and explore with friends and you know even just picnics in the park and the bush just simple things it doesn't have to be flash and I think lockdown really highlighted that I remember being on a tram and I think I was going out to Brunswick to catch up with friends and got the tram home and was going past Princess Park and I just happened to look up and there were all these people just 
sitting in the park. It was like a painting, just like it was amazing, just all sitting under trees. It was just like in between sort of lockdowns and things we were allowed to meet in parks again and it was just incredible and I thought gee it's just the simple things that are really great and it's here on our doorstep and we've got the most incredible like you know landscape and country let's just make the most of it and I think a lot of people realize that. I think that came out of the coaching that we did on that specific session was that we were talking about that all the things that we can do to kind of keep inspired and it's so good to hear what other people are doing and then you start doing it yourself. You are also in Grow which is my personal growth book club. What do you love about Grow because I can see that you really enjoy it on the screen. Just being part of that global community is just it's amazing and I just love seeing all the friendly faces every Monday night. It's just wonderful. And after each session, I feel really inspired and full of energy at that time of night as well. It's like it just sets me up for the week. And I've just really enjoyed reading and discussing all the books. Every book is different, but sort of similar as well. And it's great just hearing everyone else's sort of thoughts on the books that we're reading and yeah, their insights and experiences as well. And and I'm just learning so much about all things health and well-being. Just again, every day it kind of reminds me health comes first and the guests that you've had on have just, they've just been amazing. And yeah, and just having that opportunity to hear from them in the session and ask them questions is really special. I suppose the other thing too is I've always thought I'm too busy to read or I'm too tired. I've been looking at a screen all day, but I've been reading a book a month and even a few pages a night, it's just adds up to be a book a month. It's just so good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really good when we are on screens all day and then we are really tired. Sometimes just a book can just give that final touch to a day. I just love it. I love finish the day with reading and I love to turn off the screens and just kind of just go into a book and it's amazing. And and just by reading a little bit each day just makes such a difference because a lot of people say they don't have time to read, but it's amazing. You just start with 10 pages a day or 10 minutes a day and you'll get through and the more you read the better you get at reading and then you kind of almost crave it in the end well that's what I do anyway maybe I'm a bit crazy but that's okay (laughs) I also love that we are able to get some of the authors coming in to talk to us directly that's really special and it's also amazing to be able to ask all these questions that we have ourselves that we know we might not get answered through the book and they're all so lovely and so generous with their time and uh, just I just love it and for anyone who is listening right now and wants to join everything is recorded like every session is recorded so you can listen back to all the guests that we've had because sometimes when you are joining and you'll be like I wish I joined last month because that person was on or whatever um it's all recorded and you get access to all of that which I think is amazing because I think we're just going to then build up an amazing library of knowledge so if you feel like you need some health inspiration you go and listen to Dr James Rouse and then if you need like dreaming big about your personal life then John Sephoric has been amazing and then obviously Dr Elise was amazing like they've all been amazing all amazing yeah absolutely yeah Just, yeah yeah so good to have you in there so thank you I know you walk to work every day and I I have heard you mentioned a few times that you listen to my podcast Maybe this is a bit of a hard one, but are there some episodes that are your favourites? Oh, gosh, it's it's 
really difficult. And I think Hugh Van Cullenberg, who wrote Let Go, that was just such an amazing podcast. And I love his voice and the stories he tells, the way he sort of tells them is really engaging and, um, yeah, amazing insights again into all those things like yeah, happiness and gratitude and mindfulness, all those things. That was amazing. And Dr. Libby Weaver was inspiring and just lovely to listen to. And Elisa Kaplan, the aerial skier, I loved her. I was even playing it in the car one day with my nephew in the car and saying, listen, listen, how amazing is she? He's like, yes, Auntie Natalia, yes, okay. I was like, no, listen, listen, keep listening. Yeah, yeah. It's all wonderful, Christina. Like, I keep thinking, oh, yes, this is the best. And then I listen to another, oh, no, this. So, all of them equally are great. So, Mm, thank thank you. you. No, thank you. I'm just to facilitate them coming in. And there's so many ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And we all are born like everyone else. And then it's what we do with our life that makes it so inspiring. That's why I'm so passionate about inspiring everyone to really think about what their dream life could look like and what their dreams and goals for life is. So, thank you for sharing that. If someone is thinking of doing my course, we're about to close the intake. So by the time this will be released, it will only be a few days left. But I do open the course again, of course, if you listen to this later. But I would love for you to share if anyone is thinking about doing the course, anything that you want to tell them. (laughs) All I can say is you will love it. Just start. You will learn so much about yourself and discover dreams that you didn't know you had in you and it's a lot of fun as well along the way and yeah highly recommend it oh that's so nice thank you thank you that wasn't rehearsed but it felt like it was a very good commercial so thank you (laughs) oh no oh no (laughs) no it's perfect i love it i love it i love it so beautiful I would love for you to share your morning routine, even if you don't have one, because I love morning routines so much. So whatever you do is great for you. So I would love for you to share it if you want to. I wake up and I take three deep breaths. I don't always do this. I've made myself a little reminder just to think about my purpose, which I've worked on as well during the course, which is to be kind and patient and present with myself and others. And I'm currently, yeah, doing the mindful in May as part of, you know, the Grow Club. So yeah, I'm practicing 10 minutes a day of meditation. So after I've done my three deep breaths and purpose, I'm doing my 10 minutes of meditation. First thing in the morning, I just reach over and get my device out and do that. And then then I get up and sort of have a shower and make a coffee. And I sometimes just think about three things I'm grateful for or, or I write it down. I've got a journal there and some days I miss it, but other days I don't. But I've only been doing it recently actually, Christina, and it's really setting me up for the day and it's just great. It's becoming a habit, which is really good and makes a difference. Thank you for sharing that. I love sharing people's morning routines because everyone have a morning routine, even if they're not aware or not. But it's always good to hear because it could be like, oh, I want to try that. And when people share, I'm like, oh, maybe I should try that. Maybe I should, you know, tweak this. So it's really good. So thank you for sharing. What is your favorite nonfiction book? 
I know it's a hard question, but whatever comes to mind. <laughs> very, very hard. And oh, goodness me. I have to say the one that I'm just finding really helpful is Dr. Elise Bailu's The Happiness Plan, which again, we're reading as part of the Grow Book Club. I just find it's full of all just practical tips on being mindful. And yeah, I've just really enjoyed her style of writing and the tone. It's very easy to read and yeah, so that's one of my favourites at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I love it too. So for anyone who's listening and haven't read that book, we will link to it in the show notes. But also she's been on the podcast twice, uh, so you can also listen to her. I'll link to those two episodes in the show notes. I don't know, Natalia, if you know, but we actually just done a collaboration with Mindful and Bay and Dr. Elise. So the book that you're talking about is now available as a journal. It just came out on the website and it's really exciting. So I just love what she's doing just by inspiring us all to meditate 10 minutes a day makes a difference. And I loved all the exercises. And I think this is a book that we can reread every year and get something new out of it. And because we, you know, fall off a little bit or, or we learn something and we need some other things to practice. And she has so many great practices in that book. So thank you for sharing that. I love that book as well. What advice will you give your younger self, say when you are in your late teens, knowing what you know now? For me, it's, I mean, life is short and I think start small and it's about progress, not perfection. I think that's just a big one for me, the progress, not perfection, because having been a perfectionist, I'm trying now not to be, but it's really great to sort of do something every day, even if it's just 10 minutes of meditation or one minute, if you can't do the 10 minutes. So that's probably the advice I'd give. Yeah, some really good advice and a beautiful way of ending this super inspiring chat. Thank you so very much first for doing my course and then for sharing your experiences. I know that this is probably when a little bit out of your comfort zone because it it certainly was for me and it often is for people who have not been on lots of podcasts. So thank you so much for actually taking that step because I know that it's a difficult one and you've done so well and shared so many beautiful things and it's so valuable for people. And the purpose that you share that you think about in the morning is being kind, thoughtful and present. You already are that. So thank you for sharing that and actually being that, definitely sharing your purpose in Grove and in the group coaching and also in in my life. So thank you so very much. I really love this conversation and I can't wait to have you back and see you perhaps next time when you are living your dream in Europe, we'll have to have another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Christina. It's been just such a lovely conversation with you and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was so inspiring. I hope you feel as positive and uplifted as I do after this inspiring conversation with Natalie. If you are now super excited and inspired to do what Natalie did, please do join my course, Your Dream Life Starts Here. It starts on Monday the 9th of May and on Tuesday, we will have our first live and I can't wait to see you there. If you are interested, just go to yourdreamlifestartshere.com to sign up. Until next week. Do not forget to dream big. Life is short. I'll see you next week.